Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey, buzzers, what's going on? The night has come. It is the Lucifer After Show, and you're watching episode 10 Quid Pro Ho. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> I need my drumsticks right now. <laughs> Yes, Hold on, <laughs> I've been waiting for this kiss all two seasons long. Oh, yes. Oh, that is why I am a host, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. I am Allie Conor Bradford, and I'm joined by this lovely lady. Hello, hello. hello. And we just want to welcome you to come join us. As I said before, you're watching the Lucifer After Show. But you know that. You also know that you can come co-host with us by joining the hashtag, hashtag ABTV Lucifer. Gotta add the accents. But in the meantime, make sure you also follow us. I'm at Boys in Beauty, and I will let Samantha take it away. Yes, and I'm Samantha Benitez. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Samantha underscore Benitez, B-E-N-I-T-Z. So what a show. Dude, so good. Ooh. And I think I danced the bun out of my hair. Oh, please, <laughs> while I make some adjustments. Yes, you know it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's that Phil Collins drums. Yeah. There were so many good moments. But we'll start at the beginning. Yeah. You know, try, try to be in order a little bit but uh, first moment we left off so last episode mom had the ticker and they left us hanging on edge and I like that Amenadiel was the one that showed up because I thought the typical solution would be Lucifer Mm -hmm. shows up and but instead it was Amenadiel and I I think it's fantastic that he had said this needs to be Lucifer's choice Mm -hmm. because whenever a parent makes the decision for a child resentment exactly (laughs) totally agree and I think it was great that he showed up and actually did that on behalf of his brother because really he didn't have to and there may be some benefits in it for him if Chloe's not around that maybe we can't even think of but the fact that he was there and going to defend him and even thinking ahead and realizing that hey your mom is kind of capable of this so maybe you should step in and kind of do something and the fact that he did and talked her out of it in a way that made her rethink it Right. Was everything. Right, because he could have just used force. But then uh-huh. also, too, we now saw for the first time someone else knows how strong mom really is. And I'm sure that should come up a lot. Yeah, I think to see her and she's capable of that as well with all this, uh, you know, trickery that she does mentally to yeah. people. So to see that she's physically strong and she's also smart and witty and she can outsmart the best of them, she's kind of something to watch out for. Right. So, you know, I think he's going to have his eye on her now more than ever. But of course. yet again... It's the mom, so he has a soft spot for her. But I think this is finally allowing him to see his mother's true colors. Mm-hmm. Because before, Maze is the only one, right? Maze mm-hmm. is the only one who kept saying, no, your mom's creepy, your mom's got something like this, her sleeve. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's mom. <laughs> so for the first time, regardless of what he feels about mom, mom mm-hmm. obviously had kept it a secret how strong she is. And yeah. mom, willing to blow someone up, I'm sorry, how are you God's wife? I'm, I know you got condemned to hell, but right. how are you once this 
this goddess and you're willing to take human lives like that that is so true and it's interesting because it makes me kind of want to see some backstory with her to see this kind of transformation she you know underwent and to kind of understand her character now because she seems very maniacal and she's just kind of like doing whatever she needs to to benefit herself and even at the cost of her children's happiness I think she's always thinking of herself and that's kind of a character trait that we're seeing you know from every episode and Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see if something makes her a little bit more susceptible or weak or kind of puts her in the position that she puts other people in. Right. Well, we also saw Mr. Amenadiel a little weak Uh when he tried to uh, find the bomb and Maze caught him. And, you know, it was already going downhill just because when he was like, I miss you. Uh uh, Granted, (laughs) I think, honestly, somewhere deep down, he Mm -hmm. obviously does, but he had a motive. And the thing with dudes... Dudes, uh-huh. when you have a motive, <laughs> most girls I'm we looking sense it. I'm looking right into the camera <laughs> lens at all of you. You see the winky eye? I'm looking at you. But we can always tell. We can sense it. We can yep. feel it. And the way he was kissing her, even though I wasn't on the receiving end, visually you can see there was way too much force and way mm-hmm. too much I have a purpose versus I miss you kiss. So right off the bat, I mean Mays already knew what he was doing, exactly. but that is so insulting, especially yep. as an ex. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that she caught him. I'm glad that she sat there and was like, don't you ever do that again. Oh, I love it. I like how she played it, too. And she kind of went along with it at first. But it was obvious because it's like, okay, you guys found each other at a random spot versus him coming out to seek you. Right. And the fact that they had that little meeting and he tried to play it off. Like, at this point, why not tell Maze? I don't really see right. the benefit. You were right. Mom yeah. is a little evil. I'm coming to save Chloe. Exactly. Like, this is for Chloe, and there's a bomb under the car. Like, what's wrong with telling her that? So the fact that she was able to sense that off the bat, I'm always impressed with Maze, and I love her for that, because I'm thinking, you know, oh, I feel weird about this, and instantly she catches on, and she's already, you know, 10 steps ahead and already, you know, thinking of what to say to kind of pop him back and let him know what's up. Right. Really quick, I want to take a moment to shout out to anybody who is sitting in our chat room. I do believe we have the current chat pulled up. RJ Martinez. Hi, why are you looking at me? Why do you feel guilty? (laughs) Hmm? I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Uh, Billie Jean Girl 18, I'm not going to read your comment just yet. We're going to save that for later. But I will say, she's cussing up a storm in this hashtag. I mean, hashtag, well, that's what it is. So I agree with you. We'll talk about that in a second. But really quick, hello to Karina Galvin. They are so cute. I think I know she's talking about Rip Drip. Hi. I don't know (laughs) if I've seen you in there before. Two swag for real. Two swag for real. What up? <laughs> Liam Harold. Hi. How are you? Aw. Hi, 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 hi. See, you know, it's so cool that we get to talk to you live. I know some people can't stay up this late, but for those of you who do and live in other time zones, thank you. We appreciate your company. I know. It is so nice for yeah. you night owls. We appreciate it yeah. very much. And what an episode to stay up for tonight. I feel like yes. we got so much, you know, seeing what's going on with Dan, too, as well. Like, I literally cannot believe him. I haven't forgiven him quite yet. But Dude, he's going through Dan it. Dan got bamboozled, okay? <laughs> oh, come he on. He got bamboozled. And the thing I want to point out about Dan is when he came walking into work whistling and happy <laughs> and Ella... I love her. I know. You know, she obviously knew something happened, but oh, well, there's a point to me saying this. Oh, when they had this conversation, the first thing Dan said is he he brought himself down, mm-hmm. right? And he had said, "Oh, well, she's like a ten, and she's she's goddess like, and Out I just of my league. blah blah blah." I'm like, Dan, why are you selling yourself short? Quit punishing yourself. Uh-huh. You screwed up in the past. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
Don't punish yourself. Although the person you slept with, mm, probably not the right person. Yeah, not the right choice. And it's just interesting because I felt like he had so many intentions to get back with Chloe. But, you know, he's he a human. And she's obviously got something going on right. with Lucifer. So he's like, okay, maybe I need to let it go and move on. Right. So I, I understand that. So I'll give him that. But at the same time, I'm like, come on. And then, you know, she went and looked through his phone as she would. Right. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting is I thought, honestly, that she had some sort of power to get into someone's head Mm -hmm. because when they had the trial and the one lawyer was so ready to go to trial and then she played a head game with him. Mm -hmm. You know, because there was that moment where all of a sudden out of nowhere he just stopped what he was doing. He was so certain about his case and then all of a sudden he said, uh, uh, I need to reassess. And I thought, did she just mind bamboozle him? Right. So I figured that's what she did to Dan. But something as simple as going through his phone, "Mm, that's a little unimpressive. (laughs) I know, like, girls do that all the time. Nothing new here. (laughs) This girl does not do that, okay? (laughs) Hey, props to you. But you know what? It's like, truth be told, the fact that she was able to do that and get to him and she's able to do all these things and still control people. With her niceness, but also, like, her sneakiness as well. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. She's a, she's a big threat. And I like how she kind of had a moment with Chloe tonight, but Chloe right. held her own. Right. Well, not even that. She had the audacity uh-huh. to walk up to Dan, because Dan's like, you used me. <laughs> and she goes, yep. Not even a, well, but, but mind you, she doesn't have a conscience because she's a celestial yeah. being, and her mind is a little bit different functioning right. than ours. But the fact that she's all... Well, yeah, I did, and um, I'm going to continue to sleep with you, so let me just squeeze your little tushy and <laughs> lick your cheek, and you're going to want me later. Excuse me? I know. She's like, you little minion. Like, come on back. I'll see you at five. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. She's something. Yeah. But let's talk about the trial a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. That is one crazy trial, and you made mention when we were watching it that it's cool that this case, if you will, has gone throughout multiple storylines throughout Mm -hmm. multiple episodes so it's not a one hit wonder if you will every single episode it was nice to have a really in-depth storyline i'm loving that for the show because they've had so many episodes and just so many um new stories i like having something a little bit you know running deeper and having all these different threads that you have to kind of pick up and you know fill in all the blanks and it's enjoyable i think it makes Mm -hmm. me more involved with the show and i'm invested into the characters and i want to know what's happening and now now that we know more about her backstory, like seeing Chloe and her reaction to her dad, like how much she wants to seek justice for him at this point in her life. She's mm-hmm. made it her entire mission. And yet, like the only person who could stop it would be somebody like Charlotte, because it has to be somebody out there who's willing to take these weird risks and see that this is a really sad situation because this is her father. And that's right. why even Chloe's mother was like, you're a mother. Shame on you. Right. Like, that conversation, I think, was the only thing that kind of got to Charlotte for the first time. I've kind of seen her have a moment. She's very tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. She's very, this is my goal. I want my sons, and I want them home, and I want us together, and I don't care who I damage as I'm getting all this accomplished. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting to see her walk into the courtroom and then have Lucifer on the stand, because I'm thinking, what are you going to do to him? (laughs) And one of the things we found out that was interesting, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I never realized that Lucifer had this really big thing about, I don't lie. Right. Mm -hmm. The last thing you would think is the devil would be concerned about, I'm not a liar. Right. I know. That's the sin that really bothers him, I think. And I can kind of see that because he does everything else. But his thing is to own up to it. So I think, you know, at this point, 
seeing that he was put on the stand and had to be honest and say Chloe was on the scene first, I think it was a good thing because it ended up helping out. And the fact that Chloe kind of stuck by him in the end was awesome, too. Right. But, you know, putting him in that vulnerable situation and against his mother and the girl he's ultimately trying to do something with, yeah. we're not really sure why. But I feel like his loyalty, hands down, goes to Chloe. Oh, of course. You know, yeah. and I think that also probably bothers mom a lot, too. Not just the fact that she's trying to get him to go home for her own purpose, but who is this other female that has more power than I do over you? Oh, exactly. And that's why I think she even had the comment at the car like, why her? Like, what's so special about this girl? But that's the thing about love, or when you find somebody that's really special to you, you will do things that are absolutely crazy and mind blowing and make no sense mm-hmm. because that's what it does. And that's the beautiful thing about it. So I think her witnessing this and it happening to Lucifer for what may be the first time in his existence right. has got to be totally totally something she's getting used to as well. Right, right. You know, earlier we'd said, uh, you know, lying as far as Lucifer doesn't lie, mm-hmm. right? That theme, for me, was consistent throughout the episode mm-hmm. because we started off at the beginning when Lucifer went to talk to Dr. Linda. And she's like, so how was the date? I mean, how was the date? <laughs> you know, and for him to be like, yeah, it was a good mood. Yeah, the food was great. I know. He's and, all shy. Yeah, well... First of all, it's your therapist. Just be honest. Yeah. And second of all, she's going to... She's a therapist. She's going to see right through your actions and call you out. She knows you're the devil. Tell her how the date went. Right. (laughs) But I like it. I like seeing Dr. Linda. Now that she's accepted everybody for who they are, Mm -hmm. she's back to being Dr. Linda. How can I help you? You're lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, Amenadiel, who, by the way, showed up with his steering wheel. (laughs) You're such a dude. Yeah, I know. My car. I know. My car. It's not really gone. (laughs) Yeah, that was actually pretty funny. Uh, but I, and she also allowed him to have the epiphany of, oh, I just did to her what I did to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. You better apologize your ass off. I that was, that. I know, right? She owned up and like held it down for all ladies. Like, okay, yeah. if you're not going to keep it real, you got to go and say sorry. But it's the same for both sides. Like, if you mess up, you got to own up to it. Right. And I like how she's able to do that with most of the characters. Like, even seeing her next to Charlotte was comical to me. Just because yeah. Charlotte was like, mm-hmm, not going to yeah. say a word to you. And yeah. she was like, so, hey, trying to, like, open up the conversation. But I think that's the way her interaction is going to be with most of these characters until she gets beneath the layers. Like, even with Maze. Maze didn't really talk to her in the beginning and then lo and behold she's over there slipping a check under the door you know let's go out and have a ladies night so I think it's kind of like building over time but I love that Linda's involved because she brings just this kind of like you know clarity to the situation that other people may not have because they're so emotionally involved. Right, right. Now you said Maze. Uh-huh. I really enjoyed Maze this episode. Oh, God, yes. She, well, we know from past, so when we did News and Gossip in the past, we had shown a clip of of uh, Leslie, Leslie, did I say Leslie Ann? Mm-hmm. Um, doing some martial arts training. So obviously she, she likes to do a lot of her stunts. Yeah. So one of my favorite scenes was actually seeing her take on the gentleman from, it was in the Chinese triad, yep. but it was a different gang of a different name, so I apologize. But either way, it was just awesome. And I don't know if Dan has ever seen Maze in that light either. And um, he didn't even question it. No, they were just, like, watching, and all I'm thinking is, yes, girl, own it. Like, she just went in there, no weapons, kicked his butt outside the door, and then brought it outside real fast. And I was thinking, this is going to be really interesting choreography to see how he's going to have two weapons, like these huge knives or machetes, whatever Mm -hmm. they are, and she's got nothing. And yet they managed to do it 
so succinctly like I enjoyed watching it yeah. and it didn't look cheesy and I was a little no. bit worried for a second like okay how are they gonna make this look not cheesy right and yet like not totally give it away that she's a demon because Dan doesn't really know right. that right right and I thought Lucifer was I want to talk about that choreography in a second but I thought <laughs> that Lucifer was gonna lose it because she kept on her innuendos were so hilarious <laughs> yeah. you seem really you know committed whatever he was she was saying and penetration and oh he leaked on her and blah 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 and so when it finally came out and how Lucifer, Samantha and I were trying to figure out what exactly the murmuring was that came out of his mouth. Because he was like, you slept with my Margaret? You said Margaret? Margaret? I couldn't even understand it at all. Yeah. And he was so upset and he just slams through that room and then they have a million guns to their faces. And he's like, look at what you did. Right, right. But I do want to get back to the choreography. And I want to say one thing just as a props to the people who do it. In anything in life, this is my theory, Mm -hmm. if somebody makes something look easy, whether it's, because I dance, whether it's dance choreography, fight choreography, if you're an athlete, gymnastics, actor, what have you, when people make it look easy, it's not because whatever it is they're doing is easy, it's because those people have worked their tails off to be good at their craft, to where they can make it look easy. And that's how you know someone's good. That's how you know they put in the hours. So for me, whenever I see somebody like that, it just, so much respect for them. Right. No, I felt the exact same. And she looked so good. Like, I felt like she owned it. It was such a powerful scene for her. And she really looked convincing. Like, at the end, when she had the two swords against his neck, I was like, yes. She killed him, didn't she? No, she she had the choice, too. And then he was like, let's call it a day right there. Because I heard, because she said, are you serious? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I saw... And he fell, so I assume that she just went ahead and took it upon herself to go ahead and behead him. I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure if he let us know. I didn't see if he got beheaded, but I took it as, okay, she let him go, and she kind of, like, plopped him over to the side, like, I'm done with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I proved my point. Yeah. Step aside. <laughs> I want to take a moment. Let's actually look at the hashtag, see what all our co-hosts are saying, because there's a few few names that I didn't catch before, so hello to Dre41728, who's LMAOing, <laughs> Telly Bondage, Mazes and Duendos about Dan sleeping. Well, he did more than sleeping, girl. Anyway, uh, let's see. GMG Productions. I didn't know Lucifer spoke Chinese. Yes, but then when he said it, at least he said, I speak everything. I'm the devil. And you go, that makes sense, right? Because there's bad guys in every language. you got to be able to communicate and punish them all to where they understand. So Exactly. And props to them for doing that. Like, I thought it was just a really cool scene, and I enjoyed that a lot. And I'm yeah. glad to see him kind of expanding as a character and just using all these tricks that we don't get to see in every episode. Mm-hmm. It kind of shows you he's always got more up his sleeve than meets the yeah. eye. Yes, of course. He's the devil. <laughs> I know. As right. he says it. Oh, and, you know, I thought it was really interesting that, sorry, my phone is like, boop, boop, boop. But <laughs> I thought it was very interesting that during the court scene, after mom had given the proposal to mm-hmm. Chloe, because I thought, what is she going to do? You know, she's really, really committed to this case. Uh-huh. Um, but anyhow, there was a point to me starting this, and I heard my phone boo-booing, and I knew it was <laughs> Billie Jean Girl, so I thought, you know, I'm going to check it, and then I just lost my train of thought. Thanks, Billie Jean Girl, say, thanks. to add on to that is I enjoyed that she was able to still stand by Lucifer no matter yeah. what, and that was a big thing. Like, that was a moment to me that was going to define their relationship, how they were going to go on in the future, what their bond was going to be like after this case, and I think part of him would have even understood if he was thrown under the bus 
for her dad in order to get this guy justice. So it's like, I don't know. I was really impressed that she went there and she was just getting teary-eyed in the courtroom. And you can tell she was fully committed. And the even more funny thing to me was Dan was sitting there too. And she said the comment of, he's the best partner I've ever had. Yeah. And that was a very sincere statement from right. her. So I didn't feel like she was sugarcoating it or anything. And I genuinely felt that she has a connection to him. And even though they address in the court that he doesn't have a law background or really any experience. That's where I was going. That's yeah. where I was Yay! going. Okay, thank you so much for putting me back on track. No I wanted worries. to say the fact that when Chloe's being questioned and uh-huh. mom was saying, you know, he doesn't have any experience, does he? Well, how come? Well, he's intuitive. Well, how come? Whatever the questioning was, well, he is the devil, or at least he claims. And mom's like, (laughs) 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 what? (laughs) You know? (laughs) But it's so bold for her to say that. And I think the court was already hypnotized by his grand performance that he was doing with the show. Judge Judy didn't care at all, (laughs) you know? Um, But but I don't know if you thought this at all, but this is what I thought when... When she was giving her speech and she was saying, and I have the quotations here, I think, but she was saying something along the lines about how she's always been able to count on him and she hopes that one day he can count on her, blah, blah, blah. And she got really Mm teary-eyed. For a moment, I also thought about the fact that he stood her up. Last episode, he stood her up. So somebody that you think that you can truly, truly count on, and for me watching his reaction to that... If I were him, the first thing I would feel is guilt. Mm -hmm. Because here you are talking about counting on me in front of everybody. What is it? I swear on the court of my dad. Mm -hmm. You know? (laughs) And I would have felt like a big butthole. Shit. So, I don't know. I mean, that's how I perceive the scene. What about you? No, I mean, I thought he was kind of shocked by it. I, I knew he understood they had a strong bond. And obviously, he's willing to do whatever it takes for Chloe. But to hear it coming from her mouth and see her getting teary-eyed, mm-hmm. I think that really hit home because at this point she hasn't mentioned anything about feelings. She's right. always like, you know, she plays coy about it. Like, oh, you're talking to somebody else. <laughs> you know, right. she never really says like, oh, I don't like that or you and I are exclusive. There's never any talk like that. So to see her say that they have this strong bond but there's yet to be a romantic moment until tonight. Right. I don't know. Like, I think that's what really led into the kiss. Like, it finally, he heard it, it didn't from happen. her. It did happen. I know, you're right, it. you're right. It, it was so close. That, that is why Billie Jean Girl was using every other swear word in her tweet to Oh, me. we felt the same, Billie Jean Girl, to be honest. Yes. We were livid. We were like, okay, and the show is on a break until January 16th? Like, what? how could they yeah. not give us the kiss? I felt like I was reading Twilight all over again. I seriously read the book all the way up until the scene where I was like, yes, Bella and Edward. And yeah. then it was like, and the next morning... I'm like, no, like you wait so long for the moment. And seeing that with Lucifer and Chloe, I don't know. But I think they held off for something. Either the kiss isn't going to happen or it's going to I feel like that's what's going to happen, to be Uh honest with you, just because. Just because. Mom's going to come bursting in or something, whatever, whatever. Uh. I don't know. But I think that also goes with a theme, right? Because Dr. Linda, in the beginning, says... You're lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. Then in court, it's brought back again when mom says Lucifer hates lying because he he thinks it's dishonorable. Mm -hmm. So by him going and meeting Chloe with the bag of food and the wine or whatever, that's him being true to himself Mm -hmm. and being honest with himself. I honestly have feelings for you. Mm -hmm. Let's just be honest. 
And that was great to see him do that and do like a little date thing. I'm thinking, okay, he's taking this seriously. And she went and she looked like her guard was down. She wasn't worried about work. She just looked happy in that scene. And all I was thinking was these two want to be together so bad, but they're so, I think, worried about having each other's hearts broken. She doesn't want to invest in another relationship. And he's like, I'm the devil, really? Yeah. You know, and so all I have to say is. I've been waiting for this moment <laughs> all night long. Okay, I won't hurt your ears anymore. <laughs> uh, I will say hello to anybody else that's in the see Darth Raven. Was Chloe lying during court? No, I don't think she was. GMG Productions, I saw in the promo of next episode. What? What did we see? So Chloe is Bella? That's what our generation is. Maybe. <laughs> in a way, I guess. But you know what? Maybe so, because it's a little bit of that, like, Specialness. Mm-hmm. There's a special mm-hmm. specialness to her. We finally figure out. But here's the thing about Lucifer. I feel like every time they give us a clue, they also give us a twist where they have a conversation and you understand what's going on, but you don't understand what's mm-hmm. going on. Right? Because how do you feel about... so? Amenadiel in his conversation with Mama, right? Mm-hmm. And that moment where he looks at her and goes... No, we've never met. Mm, 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 no, uh, time to go. Goodbye. Which I'm like, I'm going to deal. Any more obvious. He's like- a dude. <laughs> Sorry, guys. He's a dude. <laughs> I know. Is that true? Like, do us ladies pull it off some more discreetly? I don't know. Wait, hold on. That sexy Liam 25 says, thought Emma did. Uh, what? <laughs> That's what you said on Twitter. <laughs> thought Amenadiel was going to be the father of Chloe when he finished speaking to her mom. Ew, ew, ew. And I don't mean in a bad way because he's hot, but I just mean that, ew. Uh That just would be weird. But anyway, no, because dad died. I know. I was thinking, like, I really hope there's nothing along those lines going on. But yeah, seeing his reaction to the mom and just having that split, like, okay. But what does that mean? Like, I I want to know, because obviously they implied a lot, saying that she's just special and, you know, God kind of intervened. she's a miracle, but... Mm -hmm. This is what's interesting to me. So because Amenadiel said to mom, you know, this is the first time dad ever asked me and the last time. So if that's the last time, was this a mistake? And I thought God created miracles all the time. Mm -hmm. Not every day, but we know that there's miracles that happen. It's not a Mm one-off. So why was she a mistake? And I really was trying to understand, please tell me if I missed something. But when they had the conversation and he was telling mom about whatever, and she's like, oh, Chloe's the key. Don't you get it? This, that, and the third. Amenadiel's like, oh, I was a pawn. How is Amenadiel, A, a pawn, B, if she's God's miracle, okay, now what? They're, it seems like they put all these things together about her being the miracle, and I don't know if it's just me, but I felt a little left out. Yeah, like, I don't really understand what they were implying as far as the future and what it's going to mean for everybody. But I think what Amenadiel felt, if I'm trying to get in his head, is that, you know, he was just used to kind of make things fall into place. So he felt a little maybe left out or that he was only brought down to earth not for his own benefit, but to benefit a situation that was, you know, related to him, but more so about Lucifer. I don't know. The thing is, is... I feel like Lucifer would have came across Chloe regardless, unless I'm just not remembering season one very well, but I don't know if Amenadiel really had anything to do with the two of them crossing paths. Yeah. So how he could have been a pawn, I don't understand, because if anything, he was trying to bring Lucifer home. So mm-hmm. if God is somehow trying to cross the paths of miracle and devil, that... D- 
It doesn't make sense. I know. I, I think it's just, uh, yeah, I, I think it's the whole, you know, God works in mysterious ways, and we're going to probably see what his whole plan was. But the fact I think they addressed was um, the parents couldn't conceive, if I'm right. understanding mm-hmm. correctly, and so they kind of made this miracle happen. So Chloe is here for a very special purpose. So the fact that she's, A, solving crimes means something. She's here to, like, help. I feel a bigger picture. But then the fact that she's also starting a relationship with the devil with somebody who's really never had anybody to actually love them in a romantic way like obviously a lustful way i think he's loaded with that but this is a whole new world for him but do you think that miracle was created so that way lucifer could actually have a soulmate was that possibly the maybe not a soulmate but maybe just uh, an eye-opening experience and we can hope that it's going to be a soulmate i do think that would be like an interesting thing for him and, and maybe a great thing but I'm thinking it's more of an eye-opening experience. Like, okay, this is what's going to really connect you to humans. So before you just go off and punish everyone, like realize that each and every person has a story, a family, you know, all these things that makes them whole. And mm-hmm. instead of just punishing them because they're not you or like right. you. Right. So maybe something like that. Billy Jean Girl actually just tweeted at me. And yes, if you'd like, you can tweet at me too. Um, love the hashtag room. Love when you tweet at me too. Anyhow, Ooh, we have another one up there we've got to catch, too. Okay, Go ahead. Okay, so, but really quick, she says, was Chloe made for Lucifer as God's way of saying sorry to Lucifer? Ooh. That's such a great question. I know, and that's, like, very sweet. Oh, let's let's Thank let's, you. let's bring... It was Danielle. Let's go down a little bit. Sorry, talking to our uh, handy-dandy engineer. There she is. Hi, girls. Earlier, I gave a theory about why Chloe was meant to connect with Lucifer. I said that she and him were eventually meant to replace God and Charlotte. Thoughts on that? Ooh, I like that. I don't know if God is replaceable, but I feel like Charlotte sure is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like God may go on for eternity. That's yeah. the impression we're under. But they could be the prince and princess. Right. Of, I don't I don't think God has princes. That doesn't make sense. But if they, he did have princes and princesses, that they would be next And maybe that's hierarchy. part of his forgiveness. Like, because he's been cast out of heaven, maybe working with Chloe and seeing the good you know, side of the world and her and falling in love and putting himself in a vulnerable place will actually make God forgive him for his sins. I don't know. You know, it's hard to say what makes him, but I know it's like repentance and things like that. And I think him seeing love and life and, you know, what it's like to be a human, it's just opening his eyes to everything. Right. But at the same time, did we really delve into this particular show's version of why Lucifer was demoted, if you will, to Mm -hmm. hell because they also got into the whole storyline of he's a fallen angel. Right. He fell. What did he do to fall in this show? Again, it's different different. from from the real Bible. I Mm -hmm. mean, they're they're, they're pretty following certain things, but it's... Right, or Paradise Lost. It seems different, right? Right, exactly. So I'm wondering what could he have possibly done that was that bad? Or maybe he was just a rebel. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't know. I feel like Lucifer doesn't come across as a very bad person, and the only reason he enjoys punishing people is because they're bad people, not because he enjoys pain. It's justice. Right. And yeah, that's why I think they need in the future at some point a backstory episode. Like I think that would just give us so much more to work with and we'd understand them. And yeah, like then that would really give us some context of what everything means. Because right now we're kind of like guessing and reaching because we're not really sure. We don't know a lot about God because like they said, he doesn't communicate with them very much or if at all. Yeah. So Morgan Freeman's been busy. The show <laughs> hasn't been able to book him yet. So it's just all talk. Oh, my goodness. But, it, yeah, it's interesting to see. So I'd love to see that in the future, definitely. I mean, in the next. I think God should be Japanese. 
Yeah. We got we got Amenadiel. We've got African American. Yes, we've got the British right. guy. We've got a blonde lady. Let's maybe throw in. I like Diversity, having them. Yeah. yeah. And I I like that a lot because. A, we need more diversity in TV and in film. Definitely. I love that they are brothers. You have somebody of light skin and somebody of dark skin. And I know. They, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many different things that this can symbolize outside of, hey, this guy fits the role. We're going to cast him, and this guy fits the role. It's seeing... I, I don't know. It's just taking things in a different light. Oh, I love that. That's what I think is so great about this show. It's not what you would imagine, and they just make it so much more real. Like, the world is full of all sorts of different people, mm-hmm. and, like, I love that they embody that in this show, and they don't have any restrictions on what I was imagining God's mom to be, or God's wife, I'm sorry. I was thinking they were going to cast, like, an older woman, yeah. or, you know, and they totally went with, like, a hot-to-trot lady, and, like, I love their choice for Charlotte now. At first, I was thinking, like, Betty White would have been awesome. Right. But then, like, down the line, I'm like, I see what they're doing, and I like it, and I just, uh, yeah, Amenadiel is You can have more amazing. fun with that character. Mm-hmm. And I apologize. I'm still putting my hair up because that <laughs> opening number just got this due. I'm, I'm, I don't know what happened. Let's say hello. Let's see what else our co-hosts are saying in the chat room. Oh, I can't. She said Japanese. <laughs> hey, that's my people, okay? I'm half. Uh, I, yeah. It was, okay, anyways. Danielle... I thought so too, RJ, until I read the directive. Okay, well, they're I'm talking not about a Latino for Oh, God. excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, Mev with Ella Latina. Wait, huh? I don't know. Ethios Wrath, hello. I've not seen you before in a chat, so welcome. Maybe I've missed you before. If you read the Bible, you would read that God, I don't know. Everything's talking so It's fast. a trending uh, hashtag Jackie Chan for God. Yes! That would be so amazing because Jackie can't. What? Jackie Chan kicks ass, and that would be perfect. God needs to be. Get that a, hashtag going. Who knows? Yeah, that would be you. And, and with the accent, amazing. Oh my goodness, I love him. Okay. Oh, another hashtag. We're going to start just for y'all because Samantha and I were debating, trying to find a hashtag for <laughs> yeah. Lucifer and Chloe. What do we say? Clufer? Clucifer. 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 Otherwise, Lusa Oe. Lusa Oe is not working. So, Clucifer. That sounds awful, but we're going to go with it. I know. We're going to have to work on that one over the break. We'll try yeah. to find out. But yeah. help us, you guys. If you have any good ideas, send them our way. We need a hashtag. Rip Drip said, or someone who's in some way handicapped. That would be interesting. And I think that'd be cool to incorporate that. Mm -hmm. Diversity. It's all about diversity. Mm -hmm. I love seeing that on TV nowadays. Me too. Thank goodness. Anyhow, um, Decker Star. (laughs) Yes. Oh, last name instead of Morning Star. Decker Star. Yeah. There we go. That's kind of the way to do it. Starker. Stalk. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Anyhow, I think that we've broken down this episode pretty good. Did I miss any scenes? I know. I'm trying to think. We got the kiss. Dan and Charlotte. Are we missing anything huge? Closifer. Okay, yeah. See, Closifer. that's kind of what we were thinking. Tom but- Ellis was tweeting that one. Clufer just sounds a lot funny, though. A lot more funny. You're- wow, I can talk. Clofer. Sarah <laughs> Qual. Hi. Person. What? Personally, I would prefer a god kind of like the comic, a stuck-up Mr. Banks type. Interesting. Well, really quickly, if you guys get a chance, we have a little bit of a delay in our feed, but if there's any scene that we have forgotten, let me know. I'm going to tell my engineer to start queuing up some news, Mm -hmm. but we'll give you five seconds to get your input (laughs) in. And for those five seconds, we're just going to do this like that. Where's that Jeopardy music when you need it? Just do one of these. (laughs) 
Whoa. <laughs> Can't touch us. No, 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 no. Okay, now I'm just wasting airtime, and no one has said anything about anything, so I'm just going to go into news and gossip. Mm-hmm. I think we covered it. Yeah. After Buzz TV News. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, so I like to try, if I can, to focus on one person and just dig up stuff. So I'm digging up some stuff on uh, Detective Douche. <laughs> So this is a picture of him way back in the day. I want to do TBTs, even though it's Monday, so TBM, I yes. suppose you could call it. This I don't know what this is from, but the reason I pulled this up is because this is the younger version of him. And if you notice, he's not in bad shape. He's your average dude. Mm-hmm. But as we saw in the last episode, was it last? Or the, the second to last, when he was the in the sauna. sauna. <laughs> I was like, hello? Hello. But next next um, picture, please. I can't even talk. I was envisioning. And this is him young. Look at him. Hold oh on. We're going goodness. back and forth. Uh, there we go. Younger headshot version of him. It doesn't even look like him. Looks like Jonathan Rise Myers or Rise Myers. He played in the Tudors. Like, he literally looks like him I right could there. see that. That or, I don't know, the little goatee and the weird mustache thing reminds me of the Three Musketeers. Yes. I'm digging it. I like this look for him, Detective Douche. I love. All right. Let's go to our next picture, please. This one, too, I does not even look like him. It's so weird because... The sh- it's weird. Haircuts can change the shape of your head. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in an insult. I, he just literally looks like a completely different guy. That's which, good, though. For an actor, yes, it's like you want to evolve. And, it's yeah, such a it's gift. It's like being a chameleon. It's because awesome. also, too, because of the fact that he is Latino and he can play so many different... Oh, see, look, muscles. This is this is a more current version. Time has done him And good. she is raising her eyebrows, ladies and gentlemen. The guys don't care at all. They really don't care. That's okay. I should... Ne- don't worry. In the future, I will get you an episode with some sexy something, you know. I'll figure, we'll figure something out. It'll be Chloe or, or Mom. Yeah, they okay. agree. Totally. Right? Okay. I totally saw it. So this video, if you guys don't know, Alejandro has his own YouTube channel. And surprisingly, I think he only has 297 subscribers. So perhaps it's a new channel or perhaps he just... Obviously, he has a busy schedule, so he can't regularly put out videos. But I love supporting people that we love. He's a fantastic actor, and he's doing independent things, which is awesome. Amazing. Every person in entertainment, or not in entertainment, should always do their independent thing. I agree. So please support his channel. It's under his name. I am blanking on his last name. Wow. Alejandro. What is going on? I know this. Regardless, let's watch. This is really random and interesting, but this is a short that he has on his YouTube channel. Let's go. Came out. He was, he, he 
Anyway, we don't have to watch the whole thing. I just want to show you a snippet, and that way, hopefully, you'll get intrigued enough to want to go to his channel, subscribe, wow. support, watch, like. Some Hello, of it's- versatile. Seriously. I had no idea. This is so crazy. And it's Kevin Alejandro, so you have the last Okay, that's what like- it was, Kevin Alejandro. <laughs> I was just, yeah. Either way, I I love it. I I appreciate actors so much. I am an actor. I love when people are versatile. I hate when people can play only one note. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he can jump from something as serious as Detective Douche, and obviously he's got a funny bone. Yes. So, wow. Yeah. I'm loving those Check uh, long out his socks, channel. by the way. Yes. Check out his channel and then tweet at him a hundred million times. Tol- tell him you subscribe to his channel because... At Boys and Beauty, the host for the Lucifer After Show told you to, and that he needs to go guest with us. That's there a long you tweet, go. but you can fit that in <laughs> seventy-two characters or less. So, <laughs> Karina Galvin is seriously WTF, and she's laughing a lot. I like the detective douche goes Dexter. I'm like, yes, that's exactly it. Yeah, <laughs> Danielle, that's a good hashtag the right hell? there. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. What the hell? No pun intended. See, that's good, though. The fact that he can shock people like this just from watching that says something. And I think I saw a picture of him. I was actually, when I was on YouTube, I was trying to find a video of him singing because I saw a picture of him holding a guitar. So if anybody can find that, please tweet it at me at boysandbeauty01. I would love to show that on our after show. Yes, we got some multi-talented stars on this show. All right. So I think it's time to get into some predictions. Yes, indeed. And now. Wow, and it's New Year predictions too. Yes. I'm sorry, really quick before we say the prediction, I like what Danielle just said. She said this if this were part of the show, Lucifer would so use this as blackmail. <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So I wrote in my notes actually because I thought to myself, I'm gonna get so into this after show, I'm gonna forget the preview that I had seen. And somebody in the t- the hashtag said that they definitely do kiss. So I don't know if you somehow secretly got to see the episode. I'm not sure. I hope hope. so. Yeah. Uh, But really quick, so I'm just going to recap what I can remember, and then you tell me your thoughts. But one of the things I caught was mom talking about pushing them together to get everybody to go home, and Amenadiel thinking, is that okay, because you're messing with fate? Mm -hmm. Or I added that part in. Um, And then people go to great lengths for the ones they love, and then we also see Chloe bleeding and saying, it won't stop. Mm -hmm. So what do we draw from all that crazy montage? Ooh, the bleeding and it won't stop. That's interesting. That seems to be something to do with her being a miracle at this point. And now I'm guessing she's going to become vulnerable for some reason. Because now that they're going to use her as a pawn in their benefit, Mm -hmm. I don't think that was God's plan. I think they don't want him or her to be used in any way. I think she's kind of a lesson in a whole different regard. So if she's going to be used for evil or to their benefit in any regard not going to work out and I'm scared for her in that episode given that if she's bleeding and the mom seems to be still doing whatever's best for her so so two things then do you think that they're going to tell a Mm -hmm. Maze because she is also friends with Chloe but two at some point are they going to get frustrated and tell Lucifer look this is who she is Maze is going to say something, I think, and Maze already let it be known. Like, oh, she tries to mess with Chloe again. Like, see what's going to happen. And she means business. Girl knows how to handle her stuff. So I definitely think Maze is going to intervene. And I wouldn't be surprised if she's the one who saves the day at some point because she's just always right there. Like, Amenadiel's yeah. good because he, he helps from time to time, and he did save Chloe in this past episode. But I, I do think when the moment comes, it's going to be a mix of Maze and Lucifer. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to like smile at you, <laughs> you so hard. So you know why? Because I read somebody's tweet and I read it wrong because I looked at it so quickly. It, somebody, oh, 
Athos, Wrath. I predict other pantheons. I read that as I predict other pantyhose. <laughs> oh, what? I saw your smile and I That's was like, why, what? Why am I smiling? That's why. Pantyhose. A lot of pantyhose wearing is what's going to happen. Hose. Hose everywhere. Ooh, and then Maggie says maybe if Chloe's bloody nose, you know, somehow Lucifer made her, her vulnerable. vulnerable. That exactly. would be interesting. A yeah. way to keep them apart because mm-hmm. they make each other vulnerable. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't know. I hope but not. now... Now Charlotte wants them together, so I don't know, you know? Yeah, well, now Charlotte's, yeah, her, she's now trying to push them together because she's, of course, just trying to use people because that's her thing. And then what will happen as a result of that? Because when you push things together and they don't want it's like, okay, we want to do it naturally. Right, right. Then it becomes obvious. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I do not know, but I do believe we are short on time. We are. So let's turn it to the front. We're just going to talk in our British accents for the rest well, of the yes. short evening that we have. And we're just going to say thank you so much for joining us on this show. Many Be thanks. sure to continue to chat with us throughout the new year. Follow us on Twitter. We appreciate your support. A follow is a great support. I am at Boys and Beauty01. Talk to me about lots of stuff. I have a podcast called Hollywood Shit. <laughs> that does not need an accent. Make sure you find the links on me uh, Twitter. Yeah. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Samantha underscore Benitz, B-E-N-I-T-Z. Until then, happy holidays, cheerio, Kwanzaa, <laughs> uh, Hanukkah, Christmas, happy New Year, and Chinese New Year's too. She, she, moshi, moshi, I don't know. Jackie Chan! <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Cheerio! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.